like scary stories, if you like tasty beers, open up your mouth holes and open up your ears for... We're here on an adventure together. We're here to ghost adventure together. No, that's on not. three. Oh. We're going to do that as well later. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Today we're going to go on our own ghost adventure. Yes. And our- then later we'll meet up with some adventure and friends. That's right. Sometimes a mosquito gets caught in the sap of a tree. <laughs> and we can later make a dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Now, have you guys, I'm sure this is a question that has come up uh, in your minds. Constantly. All right. I'm sure. All right. What What does space smell like? If you were a perfume or an eau de parfum that was supposed to smell like space, what would that smell like? Farts. Uh, um, Ozone. Rotting aluminum. Well, the good news is NASA now can tell you what it is because they have just released eau de space. Oh, to space. And it smells like absolutely nothing. It no, smells like the absence of smell. No, it smells, quote, a rather pleasant metallic sensation. Like oh, my God. Sweet, aluminum. Sweet smelling welding fumes, burning metal, a distinct odor of ozone, an acrid smell, walnuts and brake pads, gunpowder, fruit, rum, and even burnt almond cookie. That so I said ozone and farts gross. and I wasn't that far off. Not that far. Yeah. Uh, apparently, yeah. it was on Kickstarter. Um, it raised over a half million dollars in pre-orders. Half a million pe- dollars worth of smell people, people want to smell like farts know. in ozone. Well, I'd be like, oh, what is that burning metallic ozone kind of almond cookie smell? And be like, that, my friends, is space. space. That's, That's the what smell space of the like. final frontier. Yeah. <laughs> if it was like at a museum and they were like, this is what space smells like, I would smell it. Right. But I would not pay to make myself smell like space. In like an entire three fluid ounce bottle of this. Like, you would no, have to you. consistently spray that on yourself every single day for months in order to get through it. Well, and I wonder if it's one of those, like, you know, when people read like wine tasting notes and they're like, earthy fruits and yeah. ripe <laughs> stone peaches. And you're like, it tastes like fucking wine. It, yeah. I wonder if it's one of those, like, Fermented. I don't know, it smells like I nothing. I really taste the tannins. It, it just like, mm, smells acrid. like gunpowder. It reminds me of, do you remember when they found that like bajillion year old mummy and they recreated its voice voice box so that they could make it speak and they were like, it made this noise. And it was like, ah! They they were like, this is is a recreation of its voice. And it was like, ah! Yeah. So it's going to be a little bit like that where then you spritz it and it's exactly. just like everything gets yeah. sucked into nothing and then your head explodes. And then your head explodes and then everybody walks by and smells you and goes, ah! <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. They also have something called a de luna. So what the moon, moon smells like? Yeah, apparently. It smells like regalite? Yes. Uh, but according to astronauts who have been to the moon, mm-hmm. they're like, it just smells like burnt um, gunpowder or spent gunpowder. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't want to smell like that on an everyday basis. Well, and I'm like, does the moon smell like that because of the shit you brought to the moon? Or does it actually smell like that? You it's know what I mean? It's a combination of, of moon rocks plus your farts. Yeah. Moon plus rocks, like human the exhaust farts. from your fucking spaceship. Right. 
All like, of that I don't combined. think that passed smog. You get you know it. what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, that's true. When I that would definitely get a fail, and you'd have to let mm-hmm. that puppy run for a few hours before NASA, you... NASA gets that little piece of paper that says "stop on it." You got to take it in for smogging. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Test only facility. It, it passed in like Michigan, but not in California. Oh yeah, yeah different. This is some really quality standards. regional humor for our <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Speaking of quality, uh, you know, listenership, viewer experience. <laughs> Hi! <laughs> I had a stroke mid-sentence. Yes, welcome. okay. You strung, you strung words together in a way that they went... You know, I'd pass the dementia it was, test. It, welcome to the Booze and Brews podcast. <laughs> Man, woman, camera, television. TV. We're the podcast where we tell each other ghost stories. And we drink thematically appropriate beer. And we always pass our dementia tests. Always. We're so good at them. I am so good at identifying what an elephant is looks like. Is this an elephant? Yes. Yeah, no. Oh, shit. It's really hard. Like, most people couldn't pass it. No, especially when you get to the questions at the bottom of the, uh, at the end of the test. It's very difficult. Did you then see, like, every uh, journalist who then took the test yep. and posted the test? Yep. Because, well, after I heard he did that. And it's like, draw a clock. Yes. Draw a clock. Like, draw 10 past 2. My favorite thing is he he always, he always says, they they couldn't believe I passed it. And we're like, we can't believe you you passed passed it it. either, you moron. And that's not good, bro. Yeah. It's like, he doesn't understand that it undercuts his own point. They think you're stupid. Yeah, man. Everyone thinks you're, everyone thinks you nuts are stupid. Have dementia. Yes. Yeah. Um. No, people think he's stupid. I think it's a little, a little bit of column A, column a, column a, column a. Yeah. Column a yeah. <laughs> and C looks like a tasty column as uh, well. Speaking uh, of people who don't pass tests. Uh, this week, we are... That was, a, that was we, such a mean transition. No, my transition was going to be dementia related. Uh, <laughs> I was like, speaking of people who have dementia, yeah. this week's beer is Grandma's Pecan. Yeah. <laughs> that really ties very nicely into my story. So oh, oh fan-fucking-tastic. No, so this yeah. is... um. Uh, beer number two from the Dudes Brewing Company. From the Dudes, yeah. Grandma's Pecan, English style brown. It is, it's good. I like it. I it's, like it quite a bit too. It smells amazing. Oh, it tastes amazing. It's yeah. such a beautiful, dark, nutty color. Yep. It's it's roasty. It's toasty in the good ways. And you get like that sweet, almost like a pecan pie, like they did that, right? Uh, it's so good. Oh. We're, we'll definitely go into a deeper beer review at the end. Yeah. But like this is, this is a really good one. This, I'm excited mm-hmm. about this I'm beer. The Dudes. Enjoying. Yes. The dudes. So, the dudes. So for um, what, so we said we said okay, Grandma's pecan. What are we gonna? What do? does that mean to you? Yeah, Melly, in all her like caring and wondrous heart, said not house, not houses. Because <laughs> you know, um, hashtag you're a sensitive lady, sensitive. Yeah, um, yeah. So we are doing haunted nut houses this week, and I am here to tell you all about Beechworth Asylum in Australia. Australia. Australia's. So Beechwood Asylum, located in the city of Beechworth, clever name, uh, which itself is north of Melbourne, about like an hour and a half-ish north of Melbourne. So it's on like the southeastern, western, eastern. That's how things work. (laughs) It's on the eastern, western, eastern part? It's in the Australia part of Australia. You know what? It's in the southern part of Australia. Love it. Yeah. Uh, It was the second mental hospital built in the state of Victoria and is one of the three biggest. It's the biggest, so grand, so big. Over time, the hospital has gone by many names. Beechworth Lunatic Asylum. <laughs> Classy. Uh, hospital Class. for the Insane. Jesus. Always good. 
always a good choice. The classic mental hospital. Yeah. You and got any like uh, morons, idiots, and yeah. imbeciles or something? <laughs> Lions and tigers and bears, planes, trains, and automobiles. Imbecile idiots. dumpster. <laughs> that's, I think that's a little too far, Bob. I didn't name it. Well, I'm just saying. Uh, and, <laughs> what are you mad at me for? And what it ended up being uh, at the end of its uh, career, as you would say, as a hospital, the Mayday Hills, which is not oh, better no. Because <laughs> <Help! laughs> Mayday! And they're like, I mean, oh, that's the, so cute. The like Mayday Lunatic Asylum sounds really creepy, though. <laughs> yeah, but so that's why they're like, we're going to go with Mayday Hills. Yeah. Mm. It makes it a little bit. Better. Yeah, it's fancy. It's on a hill. It's Mayday nice. Hills Heights. <laughs> it almost sounds like a fancy retirement community. Yeah. No, it wasn't. It was not fancy. Well, at all. Grandma was sending you to Mayday Hills. <laughs> Some shrimp on the babby. Yep. So Hello the hospital day. opened for business in October of 1867. Okay. At the request of the local council, who are just sick of sticking all their crazy people there's in jail. There's too many crazies up in this. They're bitch. like, look, there's crazy people. We've just been throwing them in jail. I yeah. feel like we need to be a little bit nicer to them because they're not quite criminals yet. So let's yeah. have the hospital. Sure. There's so not they, criminals yet. Yet. Yeah. Um. So they they built. Uh, we got guys worth. in here stealing cars. We got guys in here eating poop. There's cars? not the same. The 1860 cars. Not the same. Stealing, robbing trains and other guys eating go. poop. They're still eating poop. <laughs> Look, I got in that much scenario, right. poop is being consumed. Yeah. The grounds consisted of 106 hectares All right, of no farmland. It's big. Um, yeah. And the first male patients admitted would work on the property as farmhands, carpenters, blacksmiths, painters, etc. So it was definitely a working farm. Okay. And the women, there was a separate men's wing and a women's wing. And... Um, and they like darned socks and did the laundry. Yes. Yes. You just, <laughs> that was what they were responsible for doing the laundry and knitting. Cool. So oh my exciting. God. I was 100% right. 100% right. I was like, yeah, you nailed it right on the head. <laughs> the men got to do fun things and the women just had to sit there and be like, who's doing the laundry today? I've got a load of whiting. <laughs> They're a little smeary because of all the poop Ooh. flinging. I put in some extra bleach. <laughs> so by 1880, uh, the hospital built separate tennis courts, cricket, pavilions, and theaters so patients could have some form of recreational fun. So, so it's like a whole little town now. Yes. So they tried to make it crazy very town. much into a resort living. Crazy, crazy town. <laughs> I loved that band. That great <laughs> band. With that song, Butterfly. Here are my butterfly um, sugar baby. Sugar baby. <laughs> come, my lady. Come, my pretty crazy lady. <laughs> Come this way. I'm going to lock you in this uh, mental <laughs> facility. So life inside the hospital, as much uh, fun as it looked like people were having on the outside, what with the tennis and the cricket, life on the inside was really no fun in games. Yeah. Um, rarely is. True. Before 1950, the usual treatment for patients, uh, including those actually not suffering from mental illness, because at the time, epilepsy was considered a form of mental illness. Yeah. So they would put them in there. So the treatment for everybody, people who are legitimately mentally ill or women who just had you know, postnatal depression or people oh, with- Did they just go straight to the lobotomy? No, back then. Jesus Christ. No, that was. <laughs> this lady oh, sat about her baby, put a hole in her brain. That's yeah. post. I'll definitely fix it. I'll oh, yeah. No, no, no. That's post 1950, pre 1950. 
The the treatment was uh, the use of straight jackets, restraint chairs, and isolation cages. So if you were having some cages? sort of epileptic, yeah, if you were having a seizure, they just straight jacket you until you fi- you got better. And they had isolation cages where they would string up your arms um uh, like to the side like basically put you in a like a crucified sort of position but you have like little uh wires and then your head is kept like and then you're kind of so you're standing up straight so you don't slouch it's basically because it would get you to calm down because you're being tortured yep yep look if i'm having an episode clearly the only solution for me is to be strung up by my arms and my head or to be like thrown into a straight jacket duh how would you I mean, solve the problem, Vanessa? Yes, Marty I mean, Pants. With at least compassion you and, and thought. I'm just saying, if I get to choose, at least I can nap in a straitjacket, you know? <laughs> I'm just point. giving myself a little hug. Sleep I, sleep. Everybody loves me. It's, I love me most I of all. I love me so much. And those drafty me. lunatic Always. asylum corridors. Yeah. Keep yourself nice and warm. Oh, it's a, it's a literally a jacket. Yes. We all know it gets a little chilly in Australia. Question mark. I don't actually when know. When it's not on fire. When it, yes. Well, this was pre-global warming, so it's fine. So, so maybe it did get cold. Um, but then post-1950, that's where they got sciency and started introducing things like, as you mentioned, lobotomies and electroshock Ooh. treatment. Fun. Fun. Um, and one story I found mentioned that one day they decided to kill about a thousand birds with one stone and did a mass everybody gets an electroshock therapy at the same I fucking you time. Literally like they killed birds. Oh <laughs> <laughs> no. They killed a thousand birds. I mean and that's hey, why the kookaburra went extinct. We we really need to try some some uh, drastic therapies here. And they just go outside and kill a bunch of birds and they bring them in and they show them the crazy people. There's a dead bird. You still nuts? Well, that didn't work. Well, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do now. <laughs> no, so they... We they, tried everything. I murdered this emu for you. <laughs> just for you, this kangaroo. Oh, no, This koala. No. Those tiny little Sweet not bear bears. little stoned babies. <laughs> They're just a man. Um, no, they so get they, so stoned they fall off their trees. That's pretty awesome. It's true. I mean, that's how you know you're having a good day. Yeah. Be like, how's his trip? Well, it was pretty good. He fell out of the tree. Yeah. That's a fucking Tuesday for you. Yeah. But no, they would, uh, they gave everybody electroshock therapy at the exact same time. They just like tied everybody up and zapped them all together. Oh, I wonder if they were trying to like cut costs on electricity. That's what I was thinking. If we link them all together, it's just one jolt. Cost saving measure. Yeah. Look, time for Parallel circuit. Depression. Make sure that we don't lose charge down the line there right and this is how they invented time travel yeah um so to get someone admitted the to flux capacitor that's how that explains doc <laughs> brown's doc hair brown has like 15 crazy people looked, looked yeah. up in the back of a delorean just electroshocking yeah. them yeah once you get up Tesla's there just 88 miles an hour yeah there you Nikola go tesla's just standing in the background like jerking it to a pigeon <laughs> like stop killing birds it works uh, to get someone admitted into the hospital was fairly easy. It only took two signatures from either doctors or judges. Um, but to get you out, you needed eight. I'm going to sneeze. I'm oh, shit. Yeah. So it was very easy to get in, but almost impossible to get out. Oh, my God. So, it's Hotel California. <laughs> so I want to oh, say that whole into, up until the 1930s or 40s, um, they used to like, so if you were just a husband who was like, I'm sick of my wife, I don't want her anymore. Because divorce was frowned upon, you would just bribe a doctor to be like, she's nuts. And then you would sign, yeah. he would sign. And then they would get sent in. 
and then they would make sure that she stays there forever. Um, I want to say it was like in the 30s or 40s, they finally introduced it, legis- uh, introduced it, cool, introduced yeah. legislation, trying to combine some words here, that um, made it so that you needed to be properly diagnosed. So it wasn't just take my word for it. Yeah. Look, take my I'm wife, married please. To her. please. I know she crazy. Yeah. Have you tried her meatloaf? Bitch <laughs> crazy. But, ooh. Be like, no, I she didn't know. She puts ketchup on the top of it. It's disgusting. Um, the hospital could treat as many as 1,200 patients and were often at capacity during the time that it was running. Um, and of course, there weren't enough doctors or nurses on staff uh, to properly are. care for the patients. There never are. Um, and the patients were known to have either gone missing, um, with some of them being found dead weeks later in weird places. Oh, sh- um, one example... Aliens. Aliens. Uh, one example of that was of a male patient who was reported missing and found weeks later. Um, and the way he was found is they were just walking the grounds and they came across like one of the local dogs, like the hotel or the rehabilitation center hospital doggos gnawing on a human bone. Oh. And it was just gnawing on a leg. And they're like, where did you get this human leg? They looked up the tree and, and there was the dead patient. They oh found him dead. It's 100%, 100% aliens. Did aliens. they check his butthole? Oh, you know what? They never did. Or they didn't publish the results. Oh, because yeah. they... Mm, yeah. It's a cover-up. Another fucking, government fucking cover-up. Fucking up. Australian government doesn't want you to know the truth. Yeah. yeah. Um, Aliens aren't just coming for us Americans, guys. Yeah. No, they're coming from everybody. They want to know what's inside everybody's butts. They want everyone's butts. Does the human... Like, exactly. Just be like, look, this is one subset of people. What are they like? We need to go explore different areas to see if it's all the same. I like it. You know what? It's proper experiment. It's testing a theory, hypothesis, yeah, exactly. running with it. Good Very science. scientific methody. I'm proud of them. Um, but there are also rumors that the real reason the patients would go missing is due to demonic shit, bro. Of course. Wait, what? Yes, there is a rumor that the doctors would be steal the bodies. They would kidnap, steal the bodies, kill them, and do experiments on them for our Lord and Savior, Satan. Oh, like a a Dr. Frankenstein situation. Yeah, where they would just give up offerings or do human sacrifices. So they wouldn't actually go missing. They would be sacrificed to the Dark Lord. Or after the fact, they would be, you know, captured and then dark experiments would be put on you know tested on them just like frankenstein well the dark lord is hungry and wants a snicky snack so yeah yeah and he figured eh, eh, these people are good enough yeah and these yeah. crazy people are great snacks yes yeah so yeah black magic all of that involved if the begenses were here he would be engorged okay he really if he was be. not afraid of flying on if planes. he was not afraid of, of airplanes yes he would be engorged so anyway, the hospital finally closed in 1996 after 128 years of being open. Dang. Yeah. So today it is home to the Asylum Ghost Tours. Oh, fun. A company offering ghost tours, history tours, paranormal investigations, horror film screenings. And because, yes, there is a theater still on the grounds. Um, and No sleep- cricket matches? No ghost no, cricket no matches? No more cricket, but they do also offer sleepovers. Oh, fun. And I'm like, oh, do my gosh. A, do they have an international tennis tournament? No. Well, that's disappointing. But horror <laughs> movies and sleepovers? Yeah, We could talk about amazing. boys and ghosts while doing each other's hair and nails. Awesome. I love that. That would be so much fun. Wouldn't it be, it be so fun, much babe? Fun. I, I think it would be the best. Yes. I think it would so, be so much fun. There are a number of ghosts uh, who hang at the asylum, as one would I, imagine. I would assume so. Is, is old Jimmy in the tree uh, still hanging out? Uh, I wish. No, no. But uh, according to records, over 3,000 people died at the facility. 
Either in like a hundred years, though, that's not that many. Yeah, yeah. It, I know why my voice is cracking. Is if you turn into a fifteen-year-old boy in a hundred years, it's very cute. I'm so glad you finally reached puberty. I'm here. Yeah, I'm. Good. I'm blessed and honored that you felt comfortable enough going through puberty with me on the show. On my the testicles show. are about to descend. <laughs> it's time to get deep. I'm letting those testicles drop. drop. No, um. One of the people who is said to haunt the asylum is Matron Sharp. She was definitely not a Nurse Ratchet type character. By all accounts, she was a very caring woman who genuinely cared for her patients. So she's a hard job to have, man. Yeah. She was known for just sitting with the people while they were having episodes and just like hold their hand and talk to them. Oh, Mrs. Sharp, she loves to sit. She just, she sits (laughs) with you. Um, she can sit with the best of them. She really can. She can sit and talk with the best of them. Um, and she would also, one of her jobs was to try to calm people down before they would get uh, brain zapped. Yeah. So, you know, she would sit and try to calm them, which, no, you couldn't calm me down if you're like, I'm about to strap uh, some, run some electrical currents through your body. Cool. Calm down. Especially if you weren't crazy and you were like, I don't need this. Yeah. 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 No. So she, she he just didn't like how I stacked the dishes. I don't need this. I, I this is in, this is insane. I got sad after having a baby. I'm better I'll now. S- I'll stop putting ketchup on the meatloaf. <laughs> what do you want, mustard instead? Um, so her spirit is seen either floating down the hallway of various wings where she would do her rounds, or she'll come up to you as if to greet you. So it's like as you're walking through the door, she'll come up to you in a very nice, non-threatening way just to be like, hey, hi, how you doing? She'll be like, don't worry, we're just going to zap your brain a little bit. It's fine. It's going to be fine. I'll hold your do hand. You, It'll be good. Yeah, do you well, want to sit? <laughs> well, speaking of that, she's also seen sitting by a bed. Uh, looking as if she's holding someone's hand who's laying in bed. Yes, and the energy felt in the room when she's doing that, so when she is sitting next to a bed, is said to be um, dark and cold, but definitely not scary. So almost as if she is still comforting the the spirits. She's she's trying. trying. She's like, I'm doing my best. I'm a fucking ghost. I'm dead. (laughs) What can I do? Um, We have a natural creepiness about us. Being the dead and Being all. dead and all, yeah. Yeah, it's naturally creepy, but don't be scared. Um, but there are also reports of the spirit of a little girl uh, who oh my is God. seen scratching at concrete walls and wailing. Okay, well, she's definitely a demon. Yes, um, and it is possible that this little lady's image was captured on camera by an investigator a couple years ago. Um, the photo was taken. It was in one of those like spectrum cameras that the begins is really like. So it shows up looking pink. Mm-hmm. So it's like oh, you take the picture yeah, the in the ultraviolet, dark. Ultraviolet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing. Whatever. Infrared. Infrared. Yeah. So they took a picture of that while they were in one of the rooms. And mm-hmm. you clearly see, and we'll post pictures, a little girl kneeling. Oh, shit. Yup. Mm-hmm. Just, just kneeling there. Look at all. Just about like, to go to like town on that fucking wall chick from the ring dude like it was like she had long dark hair and mm-hmm. it was just like nope nope and it was all wet because she was on a boat and she had a harpoon because she was wailing yeah. wow dude get out no i'm staying right here that shit was <laughs> that shit was fire <laughs> i don't i don't know about that <laughs> these, these jokes are dope <laughs> Sick, sick jokes, These are man. sick jokes, my dudes. They're sick jokes told, for the hospital. They're told oh, sh- by a dope. They are certainly not dope. Uh, no, and the investigators... Okay. Wall- they are certainly not dope. They are not dope, okay? 
Um, so while the investigators were taking like their infrared pictures and stuff, they did report hearing heavy footsteps, um, doors slamming, heavy breathing. So the uh, the thought is that maybe this wasn't actually the little girl, but as Vanessa uh, oh, it's a alluded to, a demon. Mm. It's a demon. Demons love to be little girls. They do. They love to be little girls. They love to breathe heavily. And stompy stomp very they aggressively. They asthmatic little girls. Yes. <laughs> they come up from hell and they're like, what do I wish I could be today? They're like, I wish I was an overweight asthmatic little girl. <laughs> thump, thump, thump. My dream. Listen, you know, there's a lot of steps between the underworld and here. There's a lot of staircases to go up. They're very tired yeah. by the time they get here. So you should see what they start as, you know, down in hell. Yeah. They're big, chunky buddies. Big, chunky buddies. And then they, they drop all a of a few pounds on the way off up. all that weight. Yeah. And then they're children. And then they're children again. <laughs> and then they come up children. Um, people <laughs> taking the tours uh, or investigations have also had some experiences. Um, one of the ghosts that people will meet on the tours is a ghost named Jack and Jack is very talkative so he likes communicating through the ovulus machine mm, so that's okay. the one that what does he usually say uh he'll just respond to your to your questions so it's the one that just pops up on yeah, screen it so is. it doesn't actually say mercury oh that's a bummer no it's just the one that's yeah. like it's on just the it picks from the library of words, of words. or whatever yeah nana Yes. Yeah. It, maybe. Maybe it was the later ovulus where that was because, like, the ovulus three definitely talks. Oh. The ovulus that they use on n- newer seasons of Ghost Adventures does talk, which I enjoy. Oh. Yeah. So it I don't does know. The maybe, robot voice. Maybe this is one with the robot voice. It doesn't say. I don't know. Choose. Anyway, so she. Her name is Steph. So she has been on multiple tours. So she is a fan of this sort of thing. So she uh-huh. has heard of Jack and most people have had experiences with Jack talking but this particular evening Jack was getting a little fresh with her or at least oh. he was being a little flirty flirt. So they would ask questions in the ovulus like what's your name Jack blah blah blah. And so she went off and was investigating kind of on her own. She got to one of the the cell rooms and she just uh, started smelling flowers so she still had the ovulus with her and she's like, Jack, is that you? And he said, yes. And she goes, are you giving and me flowers? Said, and he said, yes. Aww. And then he said, do you want to touch it? Yeah. And she goes, no. And he said, I heard yes. And I, then she started being poked in the back. <laughs> and then or ectoplasm. Like in the nose. No, <laughs> and then ectoplasm. No. So she, every room what's that a, she would go into. What's a dirty Sanchez when a ghost does it? Is it just a, that's just a slimer? <laughs> yes, that's a slimer. Okay. When you just have th- ectoplasm rubbed against your top lip. Sure. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so as she was going from... Who's uh, Bruce Knight? <laughs> <laughs> so as she was going from room to room, she would keep... She kept smelling flowers. And she kept being like, Jack, is that you? Yes. So she was getting upset. She's like, I came here. At least this was in her TripAdvisor review. She's like, I came here to hunt ghosts and not be like followed by one. So she like got mad at Jack and was like, leave me alone. Stop following me. Yeah, Jack, that's not enthusiastic consent. No. Um, So then he gave a warning and said something to the effect of like, do you want us to go to the cellar? I think was the question. And he said no. Um, And I guess Steph, the the person, has had negative experiences in the cellar before, but that's not going to stop her so she went into the the cellar and unlike the first time she went where it there were very clear red marks on her neck uh-huh where a ghost this time was choking nerve. her um this Just- time it was light pressure on her neck and chest so she was like a little disappointed and i went okay. you're being attacked dude why do you want to be like i really want to get fucked up here man well she's, maybe that's what she's into i was like that yeah. might be her king so you know 
Do you go home don't later? Don't shame. You want to flick your bean while being choked by a ghost? You do you, boo. <laughs> That's yeah. Yeah. That's very specific, but hey, if it gets you going, you, it if gets you've you going. got the resources to go on those ghost tours, That's right. Have at it. Have literally. at it. Uh, but yeah, so there are a number of ghosts um, kind of seen about. There's a couple. Do we know boys. who Jack is? We no. just assume Jack was a patient. We assume Jack's a patient. Yeah. And the and the hospital had kids at it. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Crazy kids. Sort of weird. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Crazy kids. Yeah, you know, ones that are just crazy. Crazy. No, I get it. It's right in the um, name. <laughs> yeah. Very good. Crazy. Yeah. No. Yeah. Crazy. Um, but yeah, most of the ghosts who do uh, live at the uh, asylum are that of former patients. Matron is the matron sharp's the one like doctor nurse kind of okay. person that's there. Um, other people like for the demonic things, I couldn't really find any proof of this except for on one website. But they're like, people will see dark red eyes in a corner, and I'm like, yeah, okay, sure, yeah, exactly. And when they're like, also hobgoblins, and you're like, where, where, where? <laughs> yeah, fucking tell me, show me the fucking hobgoblins. Lousy yeah. with hobgoblins um, around here. So you can go. Do, just, don't ask for any infor- um, in additional information about them. Yeah, though. don't. don't we do don't that. have that. Um, so you can still go on the ghost tours to this day, but not right now. They reclosed. They were doing tours as of earlier this month, but I guess there's a spike in cases in Australia, so you can't go now. Oh. They won't do tours, but you can Good go at some them. point in the Good future. Good on them. Just wear a mask, you know what? it. The ghosts will be there when we survive this, yep. so go, go later. They're probably waiting for some of you to join them. I'm sure that they're like pleased as punch to have the space back to themselves. Oh yeah, and they're going to be super active when you can go back. So and and probably not in a good way either. A lot of goddamn kids. <sighs> I need to be quiet. But anyway, so that's the story of the Beechworth Asylum in Beechworth, Australia. That's I creepy. like it. Yeah, creepy demon children. Demon children's. Yes. Possibly. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll stick around. We'll come back with another haunted nut house. Woo! Hey, everybody, it's your old pal, Engineer Bob. I just walked up a bunch of stairs. Now I'm a little girl. I'm going to eat your face. Hey, guess what? We would just love for you to send us a bunch of suggestions for f- upcoming episodes. If you want to, you don't have to, but you can just send us an email at boozebrewspodcast at gmail.com. Hey, guess what? We'd also like to thank Skylar and Angie for their recent reviews of our show on iTunes. Hey, if you haven't done it yet, you should also do that because it helps us move up the charts. It's a really nice thing to do because we give you this crap for free. Hey, guess what? If you don't want it to be for free, you can go to patreon.com slash boozebrews. Give us money because we give you con- tons of great content including video episodes, audio episodes, and show sketches that I do during the show. And if you just want to talk to us, that's cool, too. You can do it on the internet. We have an Instagram at... Booze and Bruce Podcast. We have a Twitter at... Booze and Bruce. And we have a Facebook at... Booze and Bruce. All right, that's all for me. Now back to the show. Dear, your your outfit's all covered in water. My Why leg, is that? Mostly my leg. Why did you do did that? Did you go piddle-whittle I, on I yourself? Piddle-whiz, piddle-whiz on went, your legs. I want pity-pee on my leg. I got so scared of your haunted asylum that I I was I'm so scared in advance of the story Vanessa you were about to tell oh, scared man. to piss out of yourself and you're that, about to get scared again that I oh, I pre leaked on myself pre leaked <laughs> pre gamed yeah well get ready get scared because here I go with my ghosty nut house okay let's do okay. it so I'm gonna tell you the story of the old Tuella 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 sure. Old, it's T O O E L E. I think it's Twilly. I think it's Twella. I like Twilly. <laughs> I did. It's in Utah, so I did ask my family, like, how do you pronounce yeah. this? And they just typed words. Oh, and I was like, you know, you can send an audio note of you just saying the word. Right, right, right. No, mm-hmm. no. Nope, they thought it was helpful to send me differing words. Okay, as if they said the same thing. Oh, cool, 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 cool. That's really so, helpful. 
super helpful. Thanks, Pam. Um, so yes, the old Tuella Hospital is strangely enough in Tuella, Utah. Wow. You know, both of our hospitals named after I the didn't towns see in which they were. I, I, right, I really shocked. didn't. They're so good at naming things. Yeah. Um, so in case you're curious, uh, and Tuella I am. is about a half an hour outside of Salt Lake City. So oh. it's in that part of Utah. Okay. Okay. I have no additional geography information for you. Just look. Think about Salt Lake. Think about where the big lake is. There you go. That's where it is. Go over there. Um, and uh, because I was curious, I was like, what the fuck does Tuella mean? Yeah. It is based off the Ute Indian word for tumbleweed. Oh. So it's a really bustling metropolis. I bet it is, man. That tumbleweed was the only resident for thousands of years. It really was. So we start our story in 1873. Yep, 1873, uh, with Mr. Samuel F. Lee, uh, who or Samuel uh, Flea, Samuel <laughs> Flea, uh, he plays he, bass in the Red Hot Chili Peppers. He definitely did not devil's music. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't know this, but based on the timeline, I'm just assuming he was Mormon. Oh yeah, I feel like mm-hmm, that's the mm-hmm, only mm-hmm. Europeans that were in Utah at that point. Yes, because the Mormons settled Utah in like the 1850s, 1860s, and yeah. this is 1870s. So yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Mr. Samuel Flea uh, built a house for his family in what is now Tuella. Um, and he lived there with his family for a good long time. Made entirely out of tumbleweeds. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. The, the little pigs were like, we'll be safe in here. Yeah. <laughs> it, was real, it was real drafty. <laughs> so then in uh, in 1913, he, he the, the Flea family moved out. Oh, okay. Okay. And then everything said the county just turned it into a hospital. What? I was like, I assume he like donated it. I don't assume he like moved out and the county was like, squatter's rights. Right. <laughs> Who knows? What about Mormon law? Is there such is there, a thing? Is anybody using this? You guys using this? We're just going to take it. Or there was like a law where it's like, if you don't sell your property within like five weeks of it going on the market, eminent domain. That's in the you Book of something. Mormon. You can read it. <laughs> After you talk to the hat, then you have to give them your old house. Yep. And then they get uh, the magic underwear. He was like a really nice guy. He built a lot of things in this city and like gave a lot of things to the people of the city. So he was like a big philanthropist within the area. So Name I two of the things that he did. He knit sweaters. gave them places and money. Oh, that's two things. Very good. There I like go. it. Thank you. I didn't click the Wikipedia hyperlink. Yeah, Bob. You assume too much of I us. I just read a sentence that said he was nice. Okay. <laughs> he wasn't nice. And I, and I took Wikipedia's word for it. Look, the, the world is crumbling around me. Wikipedia told me someone was nice, and I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the Flea family moved out, and then the county takes it, and they turn it into a home for the elderly and, quote, citizens with special needs. Oh, boy. Well, so, wait, and they called them that in the 1800s? Uh, 1913. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but Still I was like, pretty progressive. <laughs> I was like, such a great fit because it's where grandma That's and told- nuts go. That's such a good time. <laughs> so good. It's so good. It's, what do you do with grandma's nuts? You put them in Tuella. <laughs> in, um, a, in a home made entirely of dumbleweeds. You put them in your cheeks. Yes. Uh, so then the locals started calling it the county poorhouse, even though it was like old people in crazy people clearly they're poor i was i guess because if you had money you would take care of those people in your own home oh but i was like that was a weird jump to make like no well look clearly are old people working no they ain't got no money and the crazies they can't work because they're crazy they can't work they're crazy 
So clearly they're poor. Uh, I assume everyone who was not Mormon was just immediately put into the uh, asylum. Oh, yeah. Sure. Right? For it's like sure. They're forced definitely conversion crazy. camp or something. Hell yeah. Because if you're not Mormon, yeah. you're nuts. Um, so then, because it was like taking care of all these elderly people and all these citizenry of special needs, uh, then they started also being like, Jimmy broke his leg. Let's take him to the county poorhouse. So it sort of just became a hospital oh. because there was nothing else in town. And they were like, well, those doctors in that building. Yeah. And they just start taking people. Doesn't there. matter what kind of doctor they are. Like, you've got a doctor in front of your name. You can do legs, yeah. you can clear brains. They just like exactly. to say, like, we decided that this building is our building. And they're like, well, we just decided what you get to use the building for yeah yeah we decided it's a hospital it reminded me of like do you remember when we were like philadelphia's oldest on purpose zoo yes like, yeah. this was not an on-purpose hospital it just <laughs> became one um so yeah so they started using it as a hospital for the local citizenry and then in 1953 they were like okay now it's an actual hospital and we're but like, actual we, doctors we in got this certified building, finally who aren't are just like end of care life givers um and it was mostly used by, there's an army depot, like, uh, also in Tuella. So it was mostly people who were injured on the job at that army depot who okay. would come in. Um, and even though the citizenry had made it a hospital, they really did not like it as a hospital. Well, look, you can't have your cake and eat it too, buddy. Yeah. So they had three major complaints about this hospital. What was the first complaint? They just killed me. They didn't <laughs> fix my leg. Be like, I'm only at end of life care. Yeah. Uh, no, the first major complaint is that there are no individual rooms. So if you think about those old timey hospitals that where it's like a sanitarium where it's like 15 mm-hmm. beds yeah. all lined up in a row. Mm-hmm. It was that even uh-huh. into the 1950s. Whoa. There's no individual rooms. There's just these big rooms off of like a common hallway. Everybody's okay. stinky. Everything's gross. Everybody's got. Yeah. Uh, speaking of stinky, second biggest concern, the hospital never had a morgue. They had a room where they kept the dead bodies. Oh, until when? It was the warmest room in the building. It was at Utah in the fucking summertime. It's in no way refrigerated. And the county would come by and get the bodies, quote, when it was reasonable for them. What the fuck? You don't want to explain what is reasonable to one person is not reasonable to another. I mean, my reasonable would be seconds after they died. Immediately. Get them the fuck out of here. No, but I think it was days. They would wait until there were like five or six bodies there. Or they'd be like, well... Mr. Cratchit's about to kick it, so like we might as well wait for him to die, and then we'll come get everyone yeah. in a big group. Don't mind the skin and they're just falling off them, that fucking guy. And they're just keeping them in a room, which is just next to a giant oh. room filled with other patients. This is what's See, in store for you. Yes. Ah. Uh, you so you better start getting better, idiot. Yeah. <laughs> speaking of what's in store for you, complaint number three is that literally immediately outside the windows of the hospital yeah. is the town cemetery. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so I was like, why, well, why the fuck you... were they leaving those people in the morgue? Just bury them. I know, not a morgue. It's a dead person room. Well, okay, don't leave them in the dead person room. Just yeah. toss them in a hole in the Just ground. Just throw them in the hole outside. I don't know. Maybe they had to do laws uh what what's the autopsies that's the word i'm looking for sure i sure. don't know i wasn't around in utah in the 19th i know and I, took it, I took it out on you and it wasn't your fault it's and i apologize not my fault. i didn't do it but three no. i feel like very justifiable complaints about this yeah uh, yep i agree yeah. so then the town was like okay i know we made you make this into a hospital but we don't actually like it and we would like you to build us an actual hospital kind of hospital and so then they did and then they closed this hospital town okay good okay, good, that's good. For the best uh, but while it was still open and they closed it down in 2000, okay. while it was still open and operating as a hospital, they shot this Stephen King movie, The Stand, there. 
Oh. Ooh. Can you imagine you're living in a hospital and then they come in to shoot a horror post-apocalyptic movie? Yeah. Which, by the way, is it? It's been a hot minute, but isn't the stand the one where it's an apocalypse because everyone is dying of the flu? Oh, I, I don't. I never read it. It feels a little too close to home right now, but I'm pretty sure that's what it is. The stand is like literally that, everyone has died of the flu and now we're left in the aftermath well, of that. Filmmakers there is it's easy for them. They're like, dude, unpaid extras. They're already dying. Exactly. Plus, we got a shit ton of tumbleweeds. Yes, all of the tumbleweeds we could ever need. <laughs> so many. A whole town full of them. The yeah. hospital is built of them. Uh, yeah, so they filmed uh, the, they filmed the Stephen King movie, The Stand There. Uh, and while they were like, we closed our facility in 2000, guess what? They fucking didn't. Oh. They closed oh. half of it. So half of it is closed and been sold off to a private investor. And the other half is still open and is still an elder care facility. Oh, my God. Oh. So this place is haunted as fuck. And, and there's, there's still, still grandmas like, and grandpas there. Sending grandpas there. And I yes. bet they're still throwing the dead ones in a room. There's still no morgue. Oh yep. my God. They're, they're tossing no their grandparents into a room. The dead person room. Tossing and, grandma in the stinky room. Yep. Just They literally were like, that's the dead person room. Like that was its official name. Oh. Jesus. Um, so sure. half of it is now elder care. The other half, I said, has been bought by a, a private investor who turned it into a haunted house attraction. Oh, oh my that is, God. That is ha- it's called Asylum 49. Okay. And it's literally half like people jump out at you and like, oh, it's a big scary thing. And half like, come to our facility and we'll do ghost hunts overnight with you because the place is really haunted. That is not yeah, probably I was like, well, how many times when you're, when, you're in their, when you're in your haunted house, how often is it that you're being scared by an employee or scared by an actual fucking ghost? They made it seem as if there were like two separate attraction ticket prices. Mm. But I was like, mm. Scared by phony baloney ghost, $15. Scared by real ghost, $50. <laughs> Air quotes. Um, so as you can imagine, because as we just learned, Zach Baggins doesn't like to go on airplanes. So the Ghost Adventures crew has been there. Okay. I did not I watch the episode. I remember this one. I, I did not watch the episode. It does, I think, appear to be an early days episode because Nick is there. Oh, okay. And it's I think like, I have seen this one. Okay. That's a very loud motorcycle. Yeah, so yeah. Nick is there, and I think he has unfucked his teeth. Oh. <laughs> um, but so so then I went to the Ghost Adventures like page to see if I could like grab images to be like, what is it? So it's pictures of them like outside the thing, talking to people, and then a picture of Zach waiting in line at an ice cream truck. And then a picture <laughs> of Zach sitting on a sunny hill eating a popsicle <laughs> <laughs> i thought it would be like him sitting eating ice cream with like a little old grandma in like no, the elder care facility he's it's him by himself eating like a teal blue popsicle it's literally there's like seven images and two of them are popsicle him. related <laughs> all right look it was really warm that day and he wears all black very he, very eventful he seemed to be wearing a gray shirt that oh. day mm. this was large belt buckle days back then. okay sure okay Maybe at some point I'll watch this episode for our Ghost Adventures yeah. series. Uh, but I was like, oh, my God, how cute is he eating a popsicle? Um, so as uh, like I said, the half of the facility was sold to a private investor who was had heard tales that it and so was going to turn it into this haunted house attraction. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as they started like building it, prepping towards it becoming that they were like, we can't get anything fucking done. This place is goddamn full of ghosts. Oh. <laughs> Um, so then they brought in, uh, they they made friends with the Utah Ghost Association, okay. or as I like to call them, Uggo. Uggo, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> These Uggos. 
Um, and so Ugo came in and did a bunch of investigation in the facility. They got they have like hundreds of hours of footage. They have like thousands of occurrences of like everything from orbs to like full interactive EVPs to like video of like ghosts walking around the facility and stuff. They have a lot of proof because Ooh. they were literally brought in to document like this place is haunted Shit. so that they could sell tickets to where this place is haunted tour. Okay. Um, so now I'm going to tell you they, they and they have spent so much time there. They're like they know where pretty much every ghost is like who they are, who they were in life. Oh, okay. why they're oh, wow. probably still there. Like they have so much information because they've been able to have so much access to the facility. Cool. Um, so I'm going to run you through some of my favorites. OK, some of them are like, this is James. He hangs out over here. I'm like, cool story, James. <laughs> He he whittles. Way to go, James. Way to be a ghost. Yeah, good job. <laughs> he, he just sits there and whittles nothing. Yeah, that's all you got for me, Ugo? I don't understand. Maybe. Money okay. well spent. So, <laughs> so the first ghost is the ghost of a woman named Maria. And Maria was a nurse at the time that it was a uh, elder care and crazy person facility. So before it actually became a hospital. So like previous to the 1950s. Okay. Um, so she was a nurse there and apparently she died and like, but did enjoy her time working there as a nurse. And she always felt very weird in this one specific room. So her spirit was drawn back to it afterwards. And Mm. she discovered as a ghost, she discovered there's a portal in this hospital Uh that apparently leads to Disneyland. Is a portal? No. Is a portal to another part, another dimension. And it appears as like a bright light and it seems like soothing and comforting. So all the ghosts in the building are drawn towards it. It's the popsicle dimension. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) There's teal popsicles for everyone. Ah. Uh, But somehow Maria knows that that is not true, that this is not a portal to like a place of eternal comfort and well-being. Okay. And so she has stayed behind to to warn the other ghosts from passing on. She's just like, don't go in there. Don't go in that shit. And they brought a a bunch of they've brought in a bunch of psychics to like talk to her to get her backstory. And all of them are like go in thinking like she's definitely an evil spirit. She's trying to keep these souls trapped here. Yeah. But after they talk to her, they're like, no, she does seem like a, like a genuinely kind soul who is trying to help others by stopping them from going through this thing that seems really nice. That is apparently not nice. Wow. <laughs> All right, Maria. She looked through. Yeah. She saw the popsicle dimension. Not as good as she you think it's going to be. Great. She said, she said, your teeth are going to get too cold. Yeah, you're going to get a uh, brain freeze. Free, brain freeze. And there's nothing to protect your hands from getting all sticky. It's terrible over there. You're not going to like it. Just stay here. Yeah. Uh, so that's the ghost. Stay of here in the dead people room. <laughs> so then the second ghost we're talking about is the ghost of a man named Wes. All right. Um, so Wes is an old man who actually died um, at the elder care facility fairly recently like in the in the aughts oh okay so after it had become half like spook house half uh old person um and he he lived there like uh obviously passed over there and he has was suffering from dementia oh and so his ghost is just confused and it doesn't know where it's supposed to go oh Oh my god he was was, i was like that's the fucking worst oh my god he was like yeah, so he had he had dementia in life, and he apparently still has, has dementia done? in death, which is awful. That is well, terrible. I got something like that. Yeah, that really kind of ruins the afterlife for me now. Yeah, so like so that you got to hang on to. What the fuck? So he hangs out in the part that is still now an elder care facility, uh, in his old room. 
Oh, so he's oh. like always hanging out there and okay. stuff. Okay. Well, and he then, can at least remember where his room was. Yeah. Can I talk like baseball some, with him? And then some, maybe. Uh, and then sometimes he like wanders out into the hallway, but like never for very long. And he always seems to go back into the room fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. So they, well, they had all these psychics around to talk to Maria. They were like, let's go talk to Wes and see if we can like help him pass on because yeah. he's obviously confused and that's why he's still oh, here. Poor buddy. So that they were doing all these psychics and they don't normally investigate that half of the building. Uh So it was like kind of a big deal for them to get access to do it. Um, So as they were talking to him, they're like, yeah, he definitely has dementia. He definitely doesn't understand that he's dead. Oh, he doesn't understand where he is. Oh, God. And every time he wandered out of the room and into the hallway, the psychics were like, there's this weird, dark energy that surrounds him and pushes him back into his room. Whoa. No. So then they were like, okay, well, we're going to help him cross over because okay. yeah. he doesn't need to be here anymore. So they started doing this ritual to like help him cross over and the dark entity came and like sucked the energy out of everyone doing the ritual so they had to stop. Whoa. Like whatever that fucking thing is does not want Wes taken away. Because he's a sweet old man and brings the demon the happy de- joy. The demon is what gave him the dementia and it is sucking maybe. his memories for its oh, nefarious oh. purposes. Oh, that's so sad to think there's a demon feeding on old people. Sweet he's old feeding people. on old people's beloved memories. Oh. I love old memories. Yes. Oh, that, that tell, tell me about me. the invention of the steam engine. <laughs> <laughs> what was your favorite thing about the Model T? <laughs> Do you, Do you like remember fishing? when color television was invented? <laughs> Do you like? Rocks? Did you like to play with a hoop and stick? <laughs> oh, the old hoop and stick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then there's also a ghost, which I assume is the Baggins' favorite, knowing that he went there. There's a ghost of a little girl named oh, Jessica. Demon, clearly. Did obvious, he leave it flowers, obvious. a ball? <laughs> Maybe sure. a dolly. Again, I did not watch the episode, but I'm sure he did. Little yeah. girl. Uh, <laughs> do you want to play you're... with this ball? Stop talking to me with your mean old lady voice. Um, <laughs> but the weird thing about Jessica is they know that she's a child. They know that she lived there uh, like when it was a special needs hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, even though she seems to be like fairly with it as a ghost. Um, but apparently she only shows up the day before someone in the facility is going to die. Oh. And they can like track it to be like, so like, oh, someone saw Jessica last night and then like someone in the elder care facility will die the next day. Jesus. Mm. So I'm like, maybe she is a demon and she's eating them. Yeah. Oh. And now they're going to wander around she, like Wes and not be comes, able to leave. She comes to feed. Yeah. Like every once in a while she gets, she wants a snicky snack. She wants a of old people. It's like beef Uh, jerky. (laughs) But the most common ghost that people uh, will encounter is the ghost of the Flea family themselves. Oh. Oh. So uh, Samuel Flea himself is a ghost and he's there and they see him sort of wandering around. He's just sort of like, you can tell that it's him based on his visage. Like it looks like him. His visage. His Yes. He doesn't interact with people. He's never like doing anything. He's kind of just walking around taking stock and doing shit. Okay. And hanging out with his son because while his family was living at this house before they gave it over to the county his youngest son whose name is Thomas who was like between four and six years old Mm -hmm. died in a household accident so his son died in the the house and now even though the Samuel like moved off of this property lived for years elsewhere and died elsewhere he has come back to spend his afterlife here with his his youngest son didn't get to know in life 
Um, so Samuel's just kind of walking around and kicking it with little Thomas. But Thomas is a bit of a shitstormer. Oh. So he like, he's like, he's very active. People see him all the time. There's tons of pictures of him and stuff. And there's a lot of like, there's a mist. I've circled or- it in red. Sure you did. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Debunked. Um, yeah, we have to bunk this as the furnace. Um, but he is a little trickster, plays little pranks uh-huh. on people. So most of his pranks involve like moving stuff from one room to another room mm-hmm. or like taking stuff and hiding it and giving it back a couple days later. Like okay. that's what a lot of his, like he's not doing anything super mean or anything. He's just trying to have a good time. He's a little six-year-old. Yeah, yeah he's a kid. Doing six-year-old shit. He's just doing six-year-old shit. Eating um, his boogers. <laughs> Probably. So, so as I said, it is it is currently open, even though we're like, we've been closed since 2000, like, except you're not. You're open in two ways. Yeah, you're liars. Uh, yeah. So as uh, Asylum 49, it's open and they, they just had casting for the most recent uh, haunt season. So Ooh. you just missed those auditions. Yeah. Damn. However, all throughout the summer, they are offering a six week course on ghost hunting. Oh, good. OK. Uh, it, it's $100. I read off of their website. Included in cost, 16 hours of class and lab instruction. Lab? Okay. A course, a course manual, a certificate of completion, and a class photo. Oh. Oh, my God. Class photo? They can't even you, give you like an, like an EMF detector or a REM pod or some shit? Not the for final class is a ghost hunt. Oh, uh, okay. I'm um, just saying so you then, should be able to walk away with some equipment. So then I read you a review of said ghost hunting class. Okay, here we go. From Mr. Eduardo Sebastian. Is this from Yelp? (laughs) This is from a a different website. Okay. It says, uh, I would want to go and smoke kush and walk around and see what the fucking hell. Chopped as shit. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck yeah. (laughs) Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Eduardo. (laughs) Chopped as shit. Yeah. 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 Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. (laughs) What is that chopped as shit? What does that mean? I'd like. I don't know. That means like he's super high. I think I'm gonna say yeah. Chopped as shit. This was from seven years ago. (laughs) I wonder if Eduardo ever made it. (laughs) I sure hope so. Oh my god! I was like, all the reviews are like people talking about their experience, and then <laughs> and then this dude's like, I want to go high as fuck. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> well, I hope he made it. Oh, Eduardo, so, if you're a listener, um, if you made it, let us know. We want to hear about your experiences. Know. Were you yeah, high so, as fuck? Ending on the poetic words of Eduardo. Yes, <laughs> that is the haunted Tuella Hospital. Oh, I like it, Tuella, Utah. Yay! Yay! I liked it quite a bit. Uh, which brings us back around to our beer. Yeah. So, guys. We need to talk about beer. the dudes. These this dudes. Beer has warmed up a little bit, so it's opened up in the glass. Mm-hmm. It's even more delicious. It really is. I am mm. congested as shit, but I still get a ton of pecan. The like, more scent. it opens up, the sweeter it is. Mm. Yeah, and like the um th- there was a when I first had it when we when we initially opened it like up, and it was sugar. a little it was a little still a little cold and the yeah. back end of it had a not entirely unpleasant but not entirely awesome uh like over roasted taste to it but as it opened yeah, up like a like a coffeeness almost at the back yeah, end of it like yeah. like a coffee ground taste to it that's kind of gone away a little bit and it's much more pleasant and mellow now i don't know this is really delicious mm-hmm. it's really good and it says it's better than getting a one dollar check on your birthday that's right it really is. This is great. I know that we didn't love last week's no. beer from the dudes. But this yeah. is 
This one is great. This yeah. is a slam dunk. There's yeah. nothing wrong with this beer. Big Delicious, time. delightful. Yeah, uh, th- but they they typically don't miss too bad. Like yeah, because bet- between this, the one th- that I've been drinking, which is the the excellent, be the excellent to each yeah, the most excellent one, and the other things are like they're just a great brewery, and you should be supporting them in these in these troubled times. Yeah, yeah. give if them you your can, money. If, yeah, if you guys can buy local wherever it is that you live, we're buying from our local breweries here in Los Angeles. Yeah. yeah. But they if deliver pretty far buy away. Buy local, so. buy local. I think yeah. they deliver anywhere in California yeah. and Nevada. Oh, oh, and pretty Nevada. great. Mm-hmm. So so close to Utah, but nope, not for you. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry. Guys. It would also have to be five percent beer, which is garbage. Yeah, yeah. and it, this, and this is, is, is clearly six, not six two six one six two. Six, uh, six two, six yeah. two. It's as tall as I am. Uh, hey, that's great. Well, this is the part of the show where you're <laughs> just all, like you. your old pal Bob gets to pick a winner. Hey, guess <laughs> what I like? Dead people what? rooms. <laughs> Who I love Ooh, them. They smell they're good, great. especially especially I, Utah summertime. Yeah, I love children that are actually demons. That's always a good time because I hate kids, but demons are cool. Uh, you know what else I like? I like grandpas. I love demons that eat grandpa minds. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> oh yeah, it really is. I, I I love I love giving the ladies a slimer, but if I love one thing more than anything, <laughs> it's the popsicle dimension. Vanessa wins. <laughs> <laughs> it's really like a. Pale blue popsicle. I don't even know what this popsicle is he's eating. That's kind of sad because it's not even like a rocket pop. No, no. I will definitely post pictures of this popsicle and the Baggins is enjoying said popsicle on a beautiful, sunny, grassy knoll. Oh, <laughs> beautiful time. Oh, man. I love it. I love to win with a popsicle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I love you guys. Thank you so much yes. for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your continued support of the show. Uh, again, well, listening. Great. Reviewing on iTunes. Greater. Yeah. <laughs> Supporting on Patreon. Join on Patreon. Greatest. <laughs> well, come well, we back love next all of you. week. We love yeah, you. Come, come back. We'll be here. We'll be doing more of this bullshit. There'll be more brews. And more biz. <laughs> so until then. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, oh, Jesus. Oh, shit. I thought he broke it.